Hi, and welcome to Wisdom's Echo. Today, um, I'm going to give a few insights into the Maseroth, the ages, or the age that we have entered, um, a little touching on the age we have left, what the significance of that is, what it looks like. Um, the Maseroth is commonly called the constellations. We call them the 12 houses of Jacob. Oh, and by the way, I am your host, Teresa Bowen, um, giving a few insights on this subject. So what I want to talk about a little bit, um, I've worked with um, the cube, and some of you may have seen uh, my teaching on the nest, and if not, um, it is available on the foundationnest.com, and you can check out the school there. Uh, we have lots of um, good teachings, great teachers, and yes, lots of stuff. So the cube, really where I began with the cube was, of course, the oracle in Solomon's temple. And if you've read my book, Zadok, the New Old Order, I talk about uh, Solomon's temple, and that's where I um, studying Solomon, studying the wars of David and the book of Ezekiel, um, I came across the man Zadok and this spiraling staircase that today we know as the Hebrew letter um, Ga, which was hidden in the Ayin in the Babylonian captivity. But the oracle in Solomon's temple was a cube overlaid in gold. It was a trans-dimensional gateway. If you've studied Solomon's temple, if you've studied the oracle, which is the speaking place or the most holy place, um, you will understand uh, this cube shape. It gives the dimensions. The porch of Solomon's temple where he had a throne set up and judged all of Israel from that porch, which also was a trans-dimensional gateway that he would ascend and descend. Um, and it represents rest, peace, justice, beauty, and holiness, which in the last um, Wisdom's Echo that I spoke on, the Great Conjunction, we understand that because Saturn and Jupiter uh, came into conjunction in the house of Reuben or the uh, constellation Aquarius, we've come into a time of rest, peace, justice, and the beauty of holiness. And yes, um, you know, if you've been around this tribe for any length of time, you know that we've been declaring this new age um, for decades. And um, the earth timeline has now caught up with um, the word of Yahweh. So in Genesis 31, verse 49, we see um, the word watch, where Abraham was sitting in the door of his tent and he was watching that tzafa, to lean forward, to peer with the distance to behold. Watch, therefore, build an ark, a way of escape. Watch and pray. This is the way of escape. Psalms 113, gates being filled with light, people of understanding, um, as it spoke of in the book of Daniel. I speak and give a really good 
breakdown on gates and their function and their Hebrew roots in my book, Zadok, The New Old Order. Um, so when Abraham was sitting, he was sitting in the gate and he was watching. And the, the porch of Solomon is a place of watching and leaning and peering into the dimensions. The cube is that gateway. Um, and when it begins to tesseract and become a 5D cube, then you begin to move into the dimensions. And this is how we move from one way to move, not, you know, there's so many different ways. And I teach that in uh, year one of um, the nest. And from the earth, when we're moving into Yahweh before his throne, uh, we ascend unto him. And then we take those Hebrew root words for the constellations or the houses. Um, for instance, the house of Reuben. And we take those Hebrew root words as a seat and we descend into the house of Reuben. Because understand that these stars, these constellations are under the sun, right? They are under. They're not um, over the dimension of Yahweh's heaven. They're under. So I always go into Yahweh first. That's just one of my protocols before I engage the cloud of witnesses, um, you know, the angelic, anything. I go through Yahweh. So one uh, question I like to ask is, what is our motivation for revelation, right? Our light body, what is our motivation for adhering to a light body? And how does the earth contain it or can the earth contain it? Um, what will you do with that light body? And what are you going to do when you can go through walls? What is the purpose, right? Um, because we can ascend into the heavens in Yahweh, into our light body, into our cosmic body, into our celestial body, right? Um, but the word even says on earth as it is in heaven. So we're wanting to terraform this earth, this heaven, a new earth, a new heaven. And I believe this great conjunction of December 21, 2020, bringing in a new aeon of time for our earth time, is going to uh, allow us to begin to vibrate at a higher frequency that our light bodies, our celestial bodies, will be able to be... Um, uh, terraformed or transformed into the earth like when Yeshua was on the Mount of Transfiguration. You know, transformation is one process. Transfiguration is an entirely um, greater process, if you will. And so the things that we can do when we can move through walls, what is that purpose for? Um, that's just um, that we're moving at a higher bandwidth of frequency than the material world. It's a slower bandwidth of frequency, um, and that's why it's hard. So what happens then? Does the earth, you know, the new earth, does it begin to vibrate at a higher frequency? Do material objects begin to vibrate at a higher frequency? 
as our bodies. And so then everything becomes more transparent, like the new heaven and the new earth, the heavenly Jerusalem, that is transparent, right? Um, maybe that's a key we've been missing, right? So how are you manifesting your glorified self, your glorified body in the earth? Have you thought about that? What are you doing for the betterment of your life, your family, your community, for the earth, the planet, and the cosmos with your glorified body, with your light being, and with the ability to move through walls? Can we facilitate the new heaven and the new earth to come now? <laughs> Is it already here? This is needed to contain our light bodies. So let's delve into this, shall we? A new heaven and a new earth, a new aeon of time that we've entered into. You know, the word says that um, at the time of the coming of the Son of Man, it's going to be as in the days of Noah. So as in the days of Noah, we have a new aeon of time, right? Because um, in the days of Noah, he was finishing an epoch or an aeon of time. And he was bringing not only humanity, but the earth and the cosmos into a new aeon of time. So as we come into Aquarius or the house of Reuben, the water pourer, we come into an age or a cycle, right? Um, that has transpired 6,000 years. Whoa, think about that. From the age of um, Pisces, the age of the fish, remember Yeshua always spoke, spoke about being fishers of men. And now we're coming into um, the age of rest and righteousness, the water pourer, the cleansing right? So what, what do you do with water, right? It cleanses, it um, hydrates, it brings life. When we understand water, H2O, hydrogen, uh, and two oxygen, hydrogen, hydrogene, water genetics. And when we understand creation, when Yahweh hovered over the water genetics and he separated the water genetics above from the water genetics below. And then he began to speak. Whoa, he created that firmament in between these water genetics above to the water genetics below. Then you have oxygen, oxy, whew, gene. There's another genetic formation, right? So an oxy is a, a life bringing. So a grand age is every 25,630 years. It's five great ages. We just had um, the uh, great conjunction, the grand conjunction. And as we saw, there were many thousands of years that had transpired since the last one in the... Um, house of Simeon, now into the house of Reuben. Whoa. Let's see. As above, so below. The cycle of the Maseroth that we see in the heavens from the earth 
we must be the instruments of this new aeon of time, right? So the cycle of the Maseroth here is giving us a cycle of time, and it's there to tell us what Yahweh is speaking to the earth. Now, when we're above the earth, there is a different language, a different um, blueprint, if you will. But that blueprint is to be landed on the earth. And as I said, as above, so below. On earth as it is in heaven. So we're, we're seeing the luminaries. We're seeing the houses, the, the houses of um, Israel that are speaking. And we ascend to Yahweh to get that blueprint of what Yahweh is saying on a daily descend into the house and right now as the sun is rising um, the house of Asher is coming up and it will continue to come up through February of 2021 and um, the house of Asher is pretty um, dear to me as my grandson is named Asher and we'll delve into that in the next podcast but so when we are to bring the new Aeon Onto the earth, remember we've had the church age, the age of Ecclesia, the age of Melchizedek, the age of peace, the age of Zion, and we landed a golden age. And now we are completely in a new age. So if you count those, one, two, three, four, five, six, we've come into a rest. How pertinent is that? that this age is um, representative of righteousness, of truth, and of rest. And I'll delve into the house of Asher in the next um, podcast. But um, we must understand that in this greater, there's a greater responsibility to dream, to envision, and to manifest a rebirth, a rebalance, a regenerate, and a replenish. Spiritual beings having a human experience. Whoa! Rather than being human beings having a worldly experience. We see that in Ephesians 6.18. So we have such a great responsibility, but such a great honor. And it is the glory of Yahweh to conceal a matter and the honor of kings to search it out. So we must come into the place of rebirth of the world, the cosmic womb, the galactic center, and bring about Yahweh's mandate, Yahweh's blueprint for what he wants for this future, for our future. Shalom.